I have been so passionate about this conversation all week and like so many things when we start talking about something that, you know, all kinds of, you know, additional information just starts to come out of nowhere. So this is going to be a really juicy call and I'm excited to see so many of you who were on the call a couple of days ago because although it's the same topic, I think it's going to be slightly different because the beautiful thing is that, you know, and maybe some of you can attest to this, but the more that you start to live in alignment, the more that you start to what I call multiply your purpose, like it's almost like, you know, time speeds up and everything, you know, um, your your manifesting speeds up and your information flow speeds up and all of that good stuff. So it's going to be a great conversation tonight. We're going to let uh, wait for three minutes for our late coming sisters to join us. And, you know, I don't know how much longer I need to do that. I'm wondering, like, am I rewarding lateness by doing that? I don't know. It's it's something to think about. But for those of you who are here early, maybe you can just let me know your thoughts. Share your thoughts in the Q&A box and let me know. Um, do you feel like when you come on to a call that, you know, I should be holding a few minutes for the latecomers? Or does that make you feel like as somebody who is on time, like, okay, why are we holding for these people? So think about that. We're going to wait until, uh, well, now two more minutes for everyone to gather. And um, I didn't even say if you if you can hear me, <laughs> which I'm assuming that you all can, hopefully, uh, press star two to raise your hand and let me know or just type into the question box, Abiola, we can hear you so that I'm not just speaking into the void. All right. And in the meanwhile, um, yay. Okay. A few people are letting me know <laughs> they can hear me. Um, and she, I am, she says she's glad to hear my voice and feel my energy. I'm glad to feel your energy too, sis. So now we have two more minutes. Uh, get some water, get some peace, get some quiet, get something to write with. And, um, then we will get this party started. All right. So two more minutes. All right, so one more minute, one more minute we're waiting for the latecomers and then we'll get started. Okay, all right. So let us kick it off. Let's begin with some stillness. All right, so let's begin by just sitting, and I want you to just close your eyes. Let the outside world fall away, and I want you to just feel what it feels like to be in your beautiful body. 
with all of the blessings that you have for you in your life. I want you to just feel it. What we're going to do is we're going to feel our way into a state of gratitude to begin this call. How incredible it is that we are able to gather in this space and time across states, counties, countries, and, you know, time zones really to have this conversation. So let's just feel that. Let's just feel the power of of being alive in this present moment, you know, with all of the challenges. Think about the miracles, the miracle that, you know, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, we couldn't have been doing this. And now here we are. How blessed and how magical that we have manifested each other. We've manifested each other as a group. Let's just feel our way into being and we give thanks. We give thanks to our creator. We give thanks to the universe. We give thanks for knowing that we are not alone. We give thanks for knowing that any doubt that we feel is an illusion. We give thanks for knowing that we hold all power. We give thanks for knowing that right now we feel our way into alignment with our purpose. We feel our way into alignment with our joy. We feel our way into alignment with our highest and best good. And we pray for and set a positive intention for, if that's the word that you feel more comfortable with, for Every woman on this line, I want you to just beam your light. Beam your light to the other sisters who are here on this call. Beam your light of blessings. Beam your light of health, of wealth, and abundance. And take a deep breath. And so it is. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Let us begin. Now, I had a couple of, a few different instances this week that made me feel especially joyful for having these conversations and these teachings with you about abundance and about us being able to really create our own destiny. And I'm going to share that with you before we begin. Um, By the way, if you somehow came to this call through friends and you're like, what is this? Who is this chick? You're on with Abiola Abrams. I am a self-worth revolutionary. And if you're wanting to know more about me or my work, you can just find it at either at sacredbombshell.com or womanifestinguniversity.com. So I had this woman write me a letter this week. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I write an advice column for Essence, and I also answer advice questions at sacredbombshell.com. One of the things that I'm going to be setting up this year is dearabiola.com and really, like, put that into effect as a portal in a way that people can ask advice and I can give advice um, because it's already happening. It's already been happening for a really long time, but it hasn't been, you know, except for, of course, through the column um podcasts and vi- and videos <laughs> and blogs and books in an organized um fashion <laughs> laughing at myself see how we discount uh the things that we do so this woman wrote me this letter and it is not a confidential letter because she was asking for advice and it will the answer will be on my next essence column and she was trying to figure out she wanted to leave this man that she was with And he is the second father of her second child. I don't know if I'm explaining that right. He is the, yeah, I guess, yeah, second, second, second father of her children. She has two children. One had a different father. 
and she started she moved in with this man well she didn't move in with him because he has a wife um but he came to her offering a way out of her relationship with the first guy and he then put her up in a, in a home and she got pregnant and she had a second child with him and now there's now she's got a guy on the side and this other guy is offering her a means to escape and so although my essence column is not about what you and I are here talking about you know it's about relationships and self-love and self-worth and self-esteem in my answer to her you know I had to bring in this conversation of financial independence and it's not it's it's so not, you know, the I don't need a man conversation. It is not that at all. But it's a conversation of not feeling that in order that you need to be rescued by someone, that you can't, you don't have agency and power in your life. And, and I think that that's why this money conversation on the surface, although it may seem like, okay, well, why are you talking about money or why are you talking about income or whatever? It's really a conversation about freedom. It's really a conversation about having power and control over your own life that most of us who are listening to this are in some some form of a capitalist country or society. And, you know, any time that you don't, like, it's, it's, it's making me tear up that she would feel that she didn't have freedom in her life to, like, just live her life and, and, like, create a life for her and her children that wasn't dependent on getting with this loser that she doesn't like or that loser that she doesn't like or whatever it is. Like, that just, like, just it feel it hurts my soul. Like, it just really does. Um, and I don't want to use language like that, but it really does. And so this is a conversation about freedom. Your situation may not be hers, may not be as dire as hers, but you deserve to be able to answer the phone when it's ringing, not thinking, okay, it's whatever bill collector and he's going to hunt me down or I can't pick up the phone. You deserve to be able to make choices like when you see opportunities come up or, you know, a trip that, you know, your friends are going on or, or Aviola in the Abundance Pray Love Retreat in Bali or whatever it is. You deserve to make decisions for your life from a point of view of power and not from a place of, you know, okay, I've got to rob Peter to pay Paul. That's, let me write that down. I've been collecting these, like, things that we've been indoctrinated with um, to dismantle them. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. And it's so funny because the more that I feel like, okay, I've exhausted the list of things that I've been, I've been taught and a lot of you have been taught as well that are, you know, negative, negative indoctrination about money and abundance and wealth and having your own, the more I think I've, like, already exhausted the list, there's always another one. Rob Peter, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Why? Why can't you pay Peter and Paul <laughs> and yourself all at the same time? And so this conversation, like I said, it's not only a conversation, actually, about freedom. It is a feminist and womanist conversation. It is a it is a spiritual conversation, a deeply and immensely spiritual conversation, because it's a conversation about us coming to the ocean, not with a thimble, but with our arms wide and embracing the abundance that, you know, Mother Nature is about to show us when we turn into spring, you know, winter into spring and the abundance of flowers, the abundance of bees, the abundance of trees and, you know, just all of the gifts that this earth has for us. And so I wanted to begin with that because although I'm going to be breaking down for you 
14 income streams tonight that are passive, multiple, multiple and passive. Some are passive, some are active, multiple income streams. The most beautiful way that I heard it expressed that I want to share with you is that, and this comes from Bishop T.D. Jakes, who I really, really like. Um, he said that your gifts are your income streams. And I so love that because there was a time where people felt like, all right, well, just sit down and shut up and be whatever you are. If you are a writer, put that, you know, write that on your income tax and be that. If you're a lawyer, be that. Whatever it was that people thought that you had to be in this box and just be whatever that is. And it's so such an incredible blessing that that is not the case anymore, that that is not where we are. And because we are multi-gifted, Especially I know the women who are on this line in this conversation in this room with me in this space and time because we are multi-gifted every one of those gifts is an income stream like that is just a beautiful beautiful way to look at it you know there's the technical parts of it and all of that but I want to break this all down to the sum of its parts because it can get intimidating when we talk about building you know a sales funnel for example it's like what is that what's a sales funnel it's basically a portfolio of offerings <laughs> that's really what it is um, and so your income stream is you know your gifts magnified on different you know oftentimes different platforms. So when people say to me, they're like, wow, okay, you are a, a writer, a coach, a speaker, a podcaster, um, an entrepreneur, um, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, yeah, but I, I only do one thing. <laughs> it's the same thing, the same exact thing, you know, on different platforms, same exact thing. Um, but it's different ways that my gifts manifest themselves. And so, yes, you know, thank you, TD Jakes, for, for the language around it. Yes, that my income streams as, you know, a coach, as a, a writer, as a spiritual teacher, you know, all of these different things as a speaker, it's different gifts manifested into different income streams. So, you know, before we even begin, I want to give you a homework assignment for this. And that assignment is to make a list of your gifts. What are your gifts? And then let's figure out how to monetize them rather than once again trying to squeeze you into someone else's grid or vision of success. What are your gifts? What are you bringing to the table? Because, you know, in the in the spiritpreneur, the upcoming spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood that starts on March first, you know, I am going to teach you over the not the, the the nine months of that incubator program how to manifest your gifts in the world as you know a writer, a speaker, you know, a coach, um, with you know in person events and with groups and and teach you you know and courses and teach you exactly how to do it bit by bit and and step by step and really hold your hand to make it work but it'll be up to you to know which parts of that pie work for you and which don't so there might be parts of that that you may look at the whole you know when i break down this list of 14 income streams you may be like you know what i'm not really crazy about the speaking live part and that is okay that's okay because it is as constricting for me to say to you or for anybody or for you to say to yourself that if I want to be a professional expert in my field that I must 
be on stages, it is as constricting for you to do that to yourself as for you to follow a path to medical school because that's going to make your parent that made would have made your parents happy or whatever it is. And so we want to move away from that. You know, the beautiful thing again is that with the time that we're living in, if being on the stage now, there's two different things. There's if you want to be on the stage and you are scared to be on the stage. Now to that I say there's no excuse. We need to get your booty on the stage. But there's saying, well, you know, I'm just not really feeling that. I don't. I'm not into that. And that's all right. And then we say, all right, let's take away that part. And instead of you know live stages, maybe your stage is webinars, and that is all good. It can, we can still manifest your abundance. We can still manifest your magic. We can still create, put your mission into the world with those gifts that you have. So I'm going to read the um, the income the income streams that I have. I'm going to give them to you in a different order than I did the other night just to, to switch it up, and I feel like, you know, that will stimulate a different part of my brain as well as yours. So, you know, so if you don't have something to write with already, have one, get started, because the conversation is already charged and we are making it happen. All right, so a little bit of housekeeping. If you are able, if you are listening online, Right. If you're listening through the 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 live link listen link, then you want to click on. Then at any point in time, you can type in a question. Right. I'm just gonna refresh and see. Okay, I see a number of different questions. Oh, these are great questions already. Yay. All right. Looking forward to to answering those. Okay. So at any point in time, feel free to type in a question. Uh, I believe that I also have the weird thing that happened when I was in Paris to my computer. Um, I believe that that's fixed. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think that that, I think that it was something that happened with the, the audio, with my microphone. And I think that that's fixed. If not, we'll get a new computer, right? We're not into hoarding things that don't work. But I think it's fixed. So press star two at any point in time if you are wanting to have voice to voice conversation specifically about something that we are talking about okay all right so 14 income streams 14 ways to put your gifts into the world if you are a spiritpreneur a spiritpreneur for our purposes we are defining our spiritpreneur warrior sisters as a goddess who is a coach a healer a consultant uh, someone who is answering her purpose um, by either working with other people directly in that way or a creative person who is using her writing or, you know, perhaps her jewelry making, her artisan skills in order to uplift, empower, and inspire. All right? So that is the definition that we are working with. All right. So the first income stream that I want us to talk about is the written word, which actually is the, the same first one that I shared before, but I think that I'm partial to the written word because writing is my uh, my my first gift. So the written word, using the written word to profit, right? Now profit is not that the, there are certain words that we've been taught are dirty words, and I'm wanting to reframe them. So I will be introducing them to the conversation. I do. Uh, take note that some of them will be triggering for us 
who have all of these things in our head that we feel like profit. Oh my God, we want a profit. That's a scary word. Well, you want a profit, my gorgeous one, because you are in business. <laughs> so yes, you want a profit, and that is not a bad thing. That is not a dirty word. If you are putting your gifts into um, if you're putting things out into the world that you are proud of and that you feel good about, then yeah, you should profit. And if you're putting things into the world that you are not feeling proud of, then you need to scrap what you're doing and begin again. All right. So the written word is an easy place to begin because of our good friends at Amazon. You can sell your written products through Amazon. They can be full on books. They can be um, not only things that are for the Kindle, but they can do print on demand, which is awesome. So we are no longer in the era where, you know, when I was growing up, my dad is also a self-published author, and my dad had our garage filled with books and his car trunk and everything like that. You don't have to do that. It's all, you know, virtual right now. And another great resource in addition to Amazon, you know, people feel like Amazon is the only the only game in town and it's not is Ingram Ingram Spark and you know that's a really really wonderful resource because if you publish your work on Ingram Spark then all bookstores have access to your work and that's something we're going to be working on in detail of course in the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood but for those who um are not going to feel called to go deeper with us. I just wanted to share that as a resource. Another wonderful resource for people who are wanting to self-publish and put their words out there, Smashwords. Smashwords is a great way to be able to offer your book digitally um, to your audience. But again, the big kahuna, the big mama is Amazon, okay? And again, like I said, it can, don't, don't be hung up on traditional traditional ideas of what a book looks like. Allow yourself to think a little bit out of the box. So there are bigger books like the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, you know, that is more like a traditional book. And then you can do, you know, smaller books that are in a series. And actually, that is how a lot of the Kindle millionaires, people who this is their primary stream, are really stepping into their abundance. And they're doing that primarily with people who write genre fiction. So if that is a gift that you have, um, people who write, you know, science fiction or romance novels, things where, you know, that there's usually a series, you know, where now the person is, I don't know, I'm not going <laughs> to try to come up with an example, but, you know, those kinds of books, um, do really well when it comes to building an income stream. And they usually build a funnel where they give away the first book in the series free. They begin the funnel, of course, when the second book is available, right? Use the first one to pull in an audience. Second one, you then, um, because the first one is free, now people want to know what happens next, and they tend to buy all of your books that are in the series. And then a lot of those authors use some of the other income streams that I'm going to talk about. But I think that it's really of value. Most of you who are on the line will be nonfiction writers. I believe everyone has a book in them. I think that everyone has a story to tell. And there are ways to do that if you're not a writer. One of, you know, my 20 million jobs back in the days was that I was a ghostwriter. 
and I wrote books for other people and I wrote um for and I wrote people's coaching materials for well well known coaches, people whose names you would know. I wrote their stuff that they're teaching. Uh so you could hire a ghostwriter to write your write your work. Another thing that you could do is you could transcribe your work. You could basically speak it into, you know, your recorder or your phone and have it transcribed and edited. And that's a great way to go. All right. So the first income stream is writing. And like I said, don't just get locked into the idea of traditional books. The way that I'm going to be using this is, you know, with planners, with playbooks. Um, my affirmation cards could be thought of as a writing project. There's all kinds of ways. So, so think with your gift, with what it is that you have to teach, how can that be sold to your audience in written form? All right. When it goes, when we go, uh, with writing, uh, what is partnered with that is the audio. Audio is also an income stream. So, Folks who've been asking me for three years, where's the audio book for Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love? Soon come, soon come. <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, you can sell audio products. My meditation albums, I have two, three meditation albums now. Um, those are audio products. You could have a live lecture or talk that you do that you sell the audio for and that is now an audio information product back in the days when i was growing up um there were the um tony robbins had these um these infomercials where he would be selling his whole package of things and those were for the most part audio and video lessons just like we're doing now but nobody has to send in dvds or or anything like that anymore i mean you can but i don't know if a lot of people have places to 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 play them so audio is definitely an income stream that you don't want to ignore because also we have different ways that we learn some of us learn with video some of us learn you know with seeing some of us learn with hearing something some of us learn kinesthetically some of us learn with reading um so you want to really be able to, as, you know, a spiritpreneur, put your work out there in different ways. For those of you who are creative gurus, you know, think about what it is that you could offer that would make your work more valuable. If you're just, if you're selling earrings, that's, that's cool and beautiful earrings is a, that's a beautiful way to go. You don't ever want to get into a situation where you are undervaluing your work and you're, you're competing on price. If you don't feel comfortable to offer a premium level price with what you're doing, think about how you could up your offering. What is it that you do? If you are a Reiki practitioner making this up that makes earrings, you know, Maybe you could have your these earrings or this jewelry that you are creating attuned to help people to tap into different energy. Now, that would certainly be more valuable, you know, at least in, in potentially in the eyes of your customer and people may pay for that. Maybe you could offer, you know, empowerment audios to go with each sale each thing that you're selling think about think think a little bit out of the box and again don't be afraid to put something out there that you feel like you haven't necessarily seen okay so audio that is another income stream 
Another income stream is being a done-for-you service, right, or being some sort of agent. So if you are, this is like the kind of like the real estate model that we're, we're going to get into a little bit later, um, where you hold the power as the owner of the business and then there are people who are multiple versions of you. But actually, before we get into that, I want to just talk specifically about like the done for you option. Now, this is similar to like when I said that I was a ghostwriter. Um, you could, in theory, if you are a yoga guru, you could write some kind of yoga book for people who are wanting to sell yoga books and then license you know, license that or license your classes online to other people who are wanting to offer their audience what you have, but they don't have the capacity to do it. If right now I decided to offer a pro yoga offering through my blog. Now, I, co I consider myself to be a yogini because I practice, you know, the principles of yoga in my life, or at least I attempt to, but Ain't nobody hiring me to put together any kind of yoga that I, you know, should be offering for sale. And that's fine. I could if you, if this was something that you offered. And actually I have in, in my 28 day whole life detox. I hired a woman who did yoga in her living room. I forget what state she lived in. She lived somewhere in the Midwest, miles and miles away from me. I never met her in person, met her online paid for her to make specific videos to fit the different modules and intentions of my program. And that's in the 28-day whole life detox program. So is there some way that you could offer a done-for-you service that other people can buy into? So think about that, okay? Then the the one of the biggest things right now in our current world and current market in terms of income streams is courses and workshops. Now, I didn't really get into the difference between defining defining multiple income streams and defining passive income streams, so I'm going to do that right now. So, multiple income streams means, as I said, you know, like Bishop T.D. Jake said, you know, your gifts are your streams. Multiple income streams means that you don't have just one source of income so that if it totally disappears, now you're like, who turned the lights out, Right? you have multiple ways that money is coming into your life. And here's the beautiful way to look at it, you know, at least for me with, you know, what we do. For me, it's, 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 it's great that it's money coming from different ways. That's really cool. But for me, what really, really, like, makes me excited is that it's multiple ways that I can serve my tribe because different people are going to be into different things. Some people will be into everything. Some people be into one little piece of things. So, and then also, these are things that I'm feeling called to do. I'm not like making it up, you know, out of my booty. <laughs> you know, so it ends up that they are multiple income streams, you know, having affirmation cards, having meditation albums, and having books, and having courses, and, you know, whatever it is. But it's multiple ways to be able to serve your audience. And I think that, you know, if you are listening on this line with whatever you're doing, there's a way to do that. There's a way to serve your audience with multiple, you know, in multiple ways. So, for example, some people will purchase 
the affirmation cards and that will be, you know, what I call a gateway drug into being like, okay, well, I want to check out her other things. For some people, that may be all that they're into and they, and they may stop there and that's perfectly fine because it's not about, you know, me trying to strong arm anyone or push anyone into anything. This, this should all be, you know, you offering things in a way of ease. And if you only had one product or one offering or one way you could reach your audience, you probably would have a lot more desperate information, information, a lot more desperate energy because you would feel like, well, why don't you buy this? Buy it. Buy it. This is the course. Buy it. <laughs> Versus, you know, hey, if it's for you, take this. If it's not for you, take that. You know, grab what works for you. You know, we keep on going. So, so that's, that's why we want to have multiple streams of income. Now, passive income streams is where it gets really, really juicy. Passive revenue streams or residual income, as it's called, is something that you create, you put into the world, and people pay you many times for. So, when you are working with someone one-on-one, -on -one, you're coaching with them one-on-one, -on -one, that is an active income stream. And that's still of value, and I said it once, and I'm going to say it a million times, if you are offering any kind of group coaching or whatever it is, I really still recommend that you at least start off with one-on-one -on -one just so that you can really know how to deal with people and your market and their concerns and their issues, and you're resonating with you know, what people are really experiencing rather than what you think that they're experiencing. There's only but so much that you can come up with by perusing Facebook or whatever it is. Totally different when you are having a relationship with someone, a coaching relationship, and you are in their lives, you know, helping them to, to manifest their dreams and goals. And so, you know, it's great to have courses and workshops, and, and I think that that should be a key part of your your revenue streams. But I really want you to, you know, even if you get like me where you're like super picky, which is a beautiful thing, um, I the women that I am blessed to be in a one-on-one -on -one relationship with, I adore them. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm, I look forward to the calls because they are incredible, incredible, amazing women, and I want their success as much as I want mine or my sister's. I'm so for them. And it's a totally different energy than when I felt like, you know, back in the days I, I was having to – feel like, okay, well, I gotta, I, want, I need to close this client. I need to work with this person. Otherwise, you know, this is going to be a part of my rent or whatever. Like, you know, that desperate energy is not, it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your clients. Um, it's not a healthy place to come from. It's not a good creative place to come from. And so that, again, is another beautiful reason for having multiple income streams. Now, passive income streams mean that, while you and I are talking right here, while we are chatting it up and having this conversation, I'm sipping my green tea much later than I should because then, you know, later I'm still going to be awake. But while we're having this juicy conversation, you know, people are buying my affirmation cards or they're buying my meditation albums or buying my books or buying my courses. And that is passive because you know, I created the products, I put them out there, they are there, and now people are who I may never meet or speak to are engaging with my business and putting, spending their revenue with me. 
And it's not really, you know, although we call it passive income, it's not completely passive, you know, like at least in the way that we're talking about, it's not like you, like I can disappear on a desert island for 10 years. I mean, maybe, um, but I, I'm still, I'm out there, I'm in the world, you know, so people are seeing me and seeing me promote my work and seeing me promote my message and um, seeing me promote my mission and that is then interesting, making them interested in going deeper to learn what is there for purchase, right? So there is a way that it is not active in terms of, okay, now you're going to turn everything off and be a hermit. Um, but it is a passive income stream as compared to, like I said, one-on-one coaching um, and we want to get to the part, the, the point where the majority, you're leveraging yourself so that the majority of what you do, majority of what you do should not be one-on-one, even if, you know, um, it is like, okay, well, you feel like it's a part of your calling as, as I do. You can phase it way down, but you're, in order to really, really leverage your work and really have you reach a large audience instead of one to one we want one to many and so you know we are multiplying your value so if an hour right now an hour of working with you you know is worth four hundred dollars if 20 women now are working with you for that hour that hour is now worth four thousand dollars you have leveraged your time you've leveraged yourself and now your time is more valuable and you should change how you look at your time you know how do you want to spend that four thousand dollars of time is it with the housewives maybe it is you know but it it should shift how you think the value of you know your time okay so Courses and workshops should be a big part of your business model, especially because it's so flexible. It can be, you know, small classes, 90 minutes, you know, an hour, something like this, you know, could be a $97 class easily. Or it could be things that are three days in a row. It could be a 28-day thing like the class that I spoke about before. It could be six weeks or nine months like the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. The sky is the limit. Um, and so, you know, I don't want you there, there's, there's almost no reason to not have this on your list. And if you have a reason, you know, definitely type it into the, um, into the question hub so that you can let me know, uh, because I, I can't see a reason why you wouldn't have this. I'll give you another example before we move on. There is this awesome woman. Her name is Dr. Dancing Lion. She is on Instagram, and I follow her on Instagram. I really, really like her. She teaches uh, kettlebells in her living room, and I really like her because I, I'm very into kettlebells, and I see very few women teaching kettlebells. And she has a curvy body. The women she tends to work with have curvy bodies, and so it makes me more excited because I'm like, wow, they look like me, and they're doing kettlebells in their living room. It's really exciting. I would so love her to have some kind of like extensive program or way that she could work with me or coach me or teach me or something like that. Like I would pay whatever to be able to do that. Um, as far as I know, or at least last time I spoke to her, she doesn't have something like that in effect. Now it could be as simple as it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be as simple as she's got Skype, you know, I'm sure. So she could say, now I've got Skype um skype services skype uh skype 
physical training, right? I'm a physical trainer via Skype for kettlebells. Throw up a payment link and boom, that's a product right there. That is something that's right there. There's nothing, you know, magical or mystical required. So you could throw up a sales page, explain it. Kettlebells are. The benefits of kettlebells are. When you study with me, here's what will happen. These three women have studied with me, and here are the changes that have come in their lives. And right there, it's, it's already in existence. If she records it now, it's a, a passive income stream that she doesn't have to be there to do. Someone like me who's really into it could come, download it, do it on a daily basis, and, you know, now she's making money while she sleeps, right? So there's there are all kinds of ways that you could do that. She could then take that and she could package it with a written book about, you know, how to do kettlebells and still maintain your curvy body or, you know, Women over 40 doing kettlebells and, you know, keeping your sexy intact. I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Or she could write out um, a, a dietary plan to go with it. You know, how eat it, how, you know, how to eat to have maximum energy when you're doing kettlebell workout. And again, that's now another product. She could record the audio with it. How to eat, you know, for, for maximum benefit for kettlebells. She could make speeches. How to eat, maximum benefit kettlebells. Same thing, different platforms, multiple income streams, multiple gifts. Yeah? We seeing a pattern? Good. All right. Let me just see if there are any questions brewing before I go ahead. Okay, I see questions, but they're all questions that I'm going to be getting to. So, much love to Shu. I see you. Much love to Shane. This is people who have asked, who are just shouting out in the question box. Much love to Allison. Yay, I'm glad you're here too, Allison. Hello, Silver. My girl from London. Now I feel like I'm a Londoner. <laughs> it's been two weeks there, and now I'm like, yes, it's my British friend. Um, even though I haven't met you, shout out, Silver. Good to see you. Um, and Jamie, I see you. Okay, I'm going to definitely get to all of these questions. Let me address, actually, Jamie's question, because it's not one that was on the list to address before I go ahead. Jamie wants to know how to get rid of the desperate energy. Ooh, this is a big one, Jamie. This is a big one. And I lived very much in this energy for a long time. And the reason is that my belief systems were very multi-layered with the whole poverty consciousness, scarcity consciousness, victim consciousness, like all of that stuff. The idea also of... In addition to the belief system that I had that rich people are bad and money's root of all evil and all of that stuff, ugh, I don't want to say. I also had, because I am a writer born to people who also write, um, my sister is a writer and an artist, I went to art school for, for grad school, I also very much had the whole starving artist thing, I had the idea and, and some of you, I'm already feeling the energy that y'all are going to resonate with what I'm about to say. The uh, uh, self-righteousness. A lot of us in this spiritual community have a self-righteousness around being one of the have-nots. And I definitely had that. I definitely had that. And, you know, Jamie, it's a multi-layered thing to do. And it's something that you can absolutely step away from. And it's it's... 
it's it's multi-layered. So one of the things that you definitely want to do, Jamie, is you want to begin creating multiple streams of income, okay? So there's the inner game and the outer game. I'll talk about outer game, then inner game. So, Jamie, you have a really valuable brand. Um, and I I know this because I engage with you and see what you're doing on Instagram. You are in our Facebook sister circle. Jamie, put in um put into the question box and let me know if I am if if it's okay for me to say your website, okay? Um so what you have, Jamie, with what you're offering, there is no reason for you to be broke or have desperate energy other than your mindset and your mentality. I'm just going to say that. And I will say the same for all of my sisters on the line who are in any way yoga teachers, meditation, all of those things that we think that you can't get money, you know, with. Um, people need what you are offering, Jamie. So the best way, the outer game to get rid of desperate energy is to have more offerings, more more things that you can sell. Okay, so Jamie says I can mention her brand. Her website is Black Girls Guide to Calm. That is a great name. Like, that's an amazing name that, you know, seems like, when I hear it, it seems like something that, you know, is like almost like chicken soup for the soul, something that can be a line of books and products and, you know, have things that are attached with it. And so I would challenge you to just start creating products. you know, and you have a blog, so you're not starting from scratch. So right now we've got to move away from the idea that a lot of us as, as content creators, you feel like every time you've got to be reinventing the, the you know, reinventing the rules um, so that, you know, okay, if I'm going to write a book, now it's going to be something from scratch. No, you have a blog. So I don't know how much content is on there or how long you've been doing your blog, but if you have 500 word posts and, you know, there are 24 of those, that's 12,000 words, you know, uh, you could have for a, a smaller book at that or 20,000 words, you know, you could have like a good sized book that I've paid money for. So... I would right now just, Jamie, let's start putting offerings out there. You know, uh, a lot of times I've had conversations with spiritpreneurs who, you know, they're like, why am I not making any money? And then when I go in and I look at their what they're doing and do an audit of what they're, they're offering, they're not selling anything. So you're not, there's nothing, what are you, what are you offering, um, Jamie, that is, in alignment with your talent. Like, you're so talented, Jamie. Like, you are so talented and so gifted. And so we've now got to package that up in ways to get it to your audience. So, Jamie, one of the other things that you can do is you, with your great brand that you have, you can see yourself also, if you don't already, in addition to being an expert, is seeing yourself as a curator of magic, right? <laughs> and the the best curator in the world that I can think of um, is our billionaire, you know, godmother, Oprah. She's a curator. In the beginning when Oprah came out and she was, you know, we were learning all of those great things from her show growing up and back in the days, she wasn't the teacher who was saying, hey, listen to this. She was introducing us to other teachers. And by doing that, she then became to us, you know, the arbiter of good taste, the arbiter of wisdom, the arbiter of, you know, brilliance. 
And so this is for anyone who's listening on this line. You don't have to be, okay, well, I've got to know all of these things to teach all of these things. No. You could be the go-between who says, I am the person that, you know, offers to my audience the best and the brightest to learn whatever it is that they need to learn, right? So your brand as, you know, the black girl's guide to calm, you know, and, you, and you're already doing this, you know, with your, I believe you have your, your podcast, right? I'm going to be on your podcast. <laughs> um, but I want you to go deeper into it. I'll give you an example. In the Sacred Momshell Handbook of Self-Love, I have interviews with experts. Guess what? I didn't do those interviews specifically for my book. I already done those interviews, you know, for podcasts, publications, etc. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, when I was doing the interview, I would say, I'm going to possibly repurpose this content. You know, now I let people know up front because I know up front, yeah, I'm definitely going to repurpose this content. And so the beautiful thing, Jamie, is that then, you know, now my book has interviews with Viola Davis and Kimora Lee Simmons, you know, and all of these magical women who are who, who had great lessons to teach my audience when they were on video or audio. So, yeah, now it's in written form. So, Jamie, your book could even be, you know, 20 episodes of your podcast, right? So pick the top 20 or 18 or whatever number you like and, you know, edit it down to just the the meatiest part, this is what I'm going to be doing for the Spiritpreneur Warrior um, Sisterhood book. This is exactly what I'm going to be doing. I have really, really great interviews that I've done with people for the Spiritpreneur podcast. So it's like, okay, well, why would I not want to share that on a deeper level with my audience? So, Jamie, you do that. You have it transcribed, have it edited, get a great editor, edit, edit, edit again, you know, and put that into the world. Now, that is something that we can purchase. In addition to that, you know, your courses, all of those things. And so because all of this income will be coming in with your superstar brand, telling you, Jamie, you have a goldmine brand there with your superstar brand, that on the outside will remove the desperation. All right? Now, Jamie, you've got to do the inner game. Because if you don't handle that inner stuff, there is no amount of outer money that can give you peace of mind if you don't have it, all right? Whatever it is, you know, Americans tend to, unfortunately, I was going to say Americans tend to live above their means, but maybe maybe that's a, I don't know, maybe that's a limiting belief that I'm buying into again. Um, but a lot of people certainly live uh, above their means. And so I don't want you, Jamie, to think that, okay, the the key is just bringing in more money. Yeah, that will help because that will take care of your basic needs and take care, hopefully, of your, you know, above your basic needs and have you sitting pretty, but then we still got to do the inner game. You still got to do, you know, the work. You still got to get in there um, and, and really retool your your mentality when it comes to coaching clients. If you are feeling like, you have, you're an imposter and why are these people, you know, why would they work with me when they could work with that other person? Or, you know, um, there's not enough clients to go around because everyone is a coach, you know, or, yeah, but I, I said this before and, I, and do I really know what I'm talking about? You know, all of those things, they translate to your client and your customer. Your client and your customer, they, they want to know that they're in good hands with you, right? So, 
they want to know that they feel safe with you. And if your current offering for you is too big to for yourself to make make you feel safe, then you can change your offering. There are different levels of offerings, different levels of, the, of ways that people can work with you. So there's the kind of offering where you can take people all the way, right, and give them a total and complete transformation. That's something like the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. Then there are offerings where you can maybe give them, you know, a 10% change in their lives, right? So maybe you're, maybe that offering for you with the Black Girls Guide to Calm is breath work. How to do breath work and come into alignment. And maybe, and, and maybe for you that feels safe, like a safer offering to start with, and then you can offer it from a more confident place. It's okay to baby step your way to it. You don't have to think, okay, I gotta come out of the box right away and do a $2,000 program and, you know, all of that. No, it's alright to hold your own hand and be your own, the keeper of your own peace. It's totally okay for that. You know, just know, again, the math, you know, again, it's, I'm, I'm hesitating to use the word easy because I know that that's triggering. I was gonna say it's easy, but it's, it's simpler than we think. If you have a thousand dollar program, a thousand people buy it, that's a million dollars. If 500 people, you know, if it's $500, then that's twice as much to that. But you don't have to have that big number in your head. You don't have to have that in your head. You can baby step it and think, okay, $100,000, that's where you're working your way to. And, you know, just think, okay, well, if I'm wanting to make this amount of income, break it down monthly. How many people does that mean that I need to work with? Okay, how many people, because I close X amount in, in you know, I don't know, if, if 10 people, if two people sign up for every 10 people you speak to, okay, then do the math and figure out how many people you need to speak to. You need to multiply the people you're speaking with. If that means more phone calls than you can imagine or take in at this point, maybe then you need to be speaking in front of audiences. You see what I'm saying? So there are ways to do it and leverage yourself, but that that desperation thing it really really is an inner game where you're having to kind of not kind of but really retool your belief system to know that it is safe for you to be in charge it is safe for you to know what you're doing it is safe for you to be an expert it is safe for you to speak with power and wisdom it is safe for you to be aligned and to come from that place it is safe for you not to you know be the idea of you know um a bossy, we, 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 we didn't want to be bossy when we were growing up. It is safe for you to be the boss <laughs> and to be in charge. It's safe for you to pick and choose and know, okay, I'm aligned with this person, so I want to work with her, but I'm not aligned with this person, so eh, maybe she should just buy my book or go to my blog or, or not, or just keep it moving and find somebody that she's more aligned with. It's safe for you to do that because otherwise, here's the thing, it's not like, you know, if you make decisions from this place of desperation and you work with people you don't want to work with, that it's all going to be peachy keen. You're going to feel yucky about it and they're going to feel yucky about it. And you never want to put anyone in that place and position. It's just, it's not, not good for you. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your practice and your offerings. Um, and so you just don't want to go that way. Okay. So, Allison, I so so Jamie, I hope that that was helpful for you, and I hope that was helpful for everyone who's listening. Allison, I see your question. Shu, you're remind you're asking me to repeat the website. Now I don't even remember which website I mentioned. Was it Jamie's? Jamie's website is blackgirlsguidetocalm.com. 
blackgirlsguidetocalm.com. And Jamie, can you also share that in our Facebook sister circle? And so if somebody is wanting to see more about her website, she's, you know, she's going to put the link in the Facebook sister circle. For those of you not in the Facebook sister circle, that is tinyurl, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com slash mysacredsuccess. tinyurl.com slash mysacredsuccess. Okay, so I see some other questions that I am, I think that I will be getting to, yep, that I will be covering, and if not, I'll come back to your questions. <laughs> Jamie says I was reading her mind. I'm sending you love, Jamie. Okay, Tiffany, I see your question. Um, all right, I see everybody's question. Okay, I will get back to that. All right, so moving along, another income stream, apps, 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 and this is something that I have not used uh, in a, in a way that that I need to, and it's something I'm definitely going to get involved in this year. Having an app, if you have any kind of product, because most of us access things on our you know our mobile devices, you need to package it in an app. Going back to the example of the woman with the kettlebells, if she had something that was you know I could just look at an app of my you know a little reminder that would say it's kettlebells time, and I could do it on my phone. Yeah, that would be great. I could do that from anywhere. That would be awesome. So having some kind of an app is a great income stream, and it's a passive income stream because, in theory, once it's done, you know, outside of promoting it, you don't have to show up anywhere unless that's something that does happen in your app. Now, your apps can be paid apps where people pay a fee, like, you know, whatever the number is to be able to purchase your app and access your information, or it can be a free app. And then people pay to upgrade within the app. So they could purchase the app. I mean, they could get the app for free and then say, I have a free app, the, the free Spiritpreneur Warrior Sisterhood app or the Sacred Bombshell app. People access it. And then there's an upgrade if you want to pay within it to download my meditation album. Or there's an upgrade if you want to download the mobile version of my course. You see what I'm saying? And so... Apps, is that's definitely something that you should include in your revenue streams, okay? No, And then, oh, this is one that we touched on before, coaching one-on-one -on -one versus group, working one-to-one -one versus one-to-many. Before, we talked about it in terms of courses and workshops. Now I'm talking about coaching, which for some of you may be called consulting or training. Um, it's all the same thing, but it just the, the word varies by industry. And what it means is that you are – creating space for someone to be their best and their brightest and their, their most shiny light. And so if this is a part of your business model, um, I want you to just make sure that you are taking good care of yourself so that you could be able to lift up and, and create a container for your clients to really be able to shine. All right? Okay. Another income stream, drop shipping products. This is something that I just learned about within the past year and a half or so. Drop shipping products means that if you are, say, say you put yourself out there as a as a nail polish expert, right? Um, or let's stay with our, our yoga type of idea. Um, say Jamie with Black Girls Guide to Calm that she has a store full of calming products. I don't know. She might, but <laughs> uh, just for the sake of, of argument, we'll say Suppose she decides to start that, right? And she's going to sell yoga mats. She's going to sell yoga gear. 
She's going to sell um, anything and everything having to do with meditation and relaxation and um, feeling calm, feeling good about yourself. Maybe she's got some teas that are all around feeling calm and, again, you know, coming into alignment. So the old way of thinking would be that Jamie has to have, again, all of these things in her garage or her car trunk or whatever, right? And again, no shade against, you know, that model. We're talking primarily about leverage, and that include that means doing business online. Drop shipping means that if Jamie was going to do that, that she doesn't have to be the manufacturer or shipper of those products. She would have a relationship with a drop shipper that can be anywhere from her own state or country to any other country within the world. And when I come to Jamie's website and I buy her yoga mat, that Jamie then, in essence, is placing an order with her drop shipper, and the drop shipper is now shipping it to her client or customer. See, so it's a triangular relationship, but the beautiful thing is that Jamie doesn't have the inventory, she doesn't have the shipping issues, she doesn't have any of those issues to work with. And I learned about this after my venture with the Sacred Bombshell self-care kits that I've spoken about in other conversations where I said I realized it wasn't a business model that I wanted to do, that I was able to do at this time because of the volume and the positive response. I didn't have the infrastructure in place to support that. It really is a separate business. And so I learned about drop shipping, and I have somebody who set up for me like a whole store, you know, in alignment with Sacred Bombshell World, ready to go. But because, again, I want to wait until I can have people to be able to run that aspect of things by itself, um, that I table that until 2018. And one of the things that is also important to note when it comes to these different income streams, depending on what your revenue goals are, some may take precedence over others because some may be greater sources of income. So there, there's greater income in, you know, um, bigger products than smaller products, right? There's greater income in the more access that a client has to you, being in person or one-on-one -on -one versus, you know, a course or a book or whatever it is. So those are things to take into account when building your income streams. But drop shipping is a great way that you could build your revenue, add to your revenue if it is in alignment with what you offer. Okay. So let's see. All right. Events. Okay. So events, this is a really great one um, because I think that there is nothing as powerful. And I'm speaking as an introvert. <laughs> I'm speaking as somebody who is very happy in her pajamas <laughs> on her sofa. Um, but there is there is power that happens when you are in person. There just is, you know, there just is. There's there's a different energy and 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 magnetism that happens when you're in person. And so, as much as we could have, for example, the Abundance Pray Love Retreat online. Ooh, that's an idea. Mm, maybe I'll do that next, right? But the on in the online version will be just gonna say well let's just manifest that it's done. The online version will be pretty cool. It'll be pretty amazing. But there will not be as much as we try to replicate it the same experience of that first night, June ninth, twenty seventeen, 
when we are in Bali, Indonesia, around the fire and the full moon and the shaman, the Balinese shaman is there and we are letting go of all that has not served us and we are moving forward together as a group. Oh my God, like there's just such power in a live event. And so live events for you don't have to look like speaking. They can be uh, retreats. They can be smaller groups. That may be more powerful for you if you don't necessarily feel comfortable in doing something where you're on stage and it's a whole thing. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that. It can be something that is smaller, something that, you know, resonates more with your spirit and your offering. Also, it doesn't have to be in Bali. It can be in your town. It can be across the street <laughs> from you, okay? So there's you participating in other people's events and you throwing your own events. And both have value. The great thing is that when you are participating in other people's events, you're opening yourself up to new people and a new audience and new energy, and it's really exciting. Um, a great way to think of events also is that there's dual revenue streams. So some people, you know, the majority of, like, big organizations will pay you to speak, and that's a, a great revenue stream. There are people who this is their primary revenue stream as a speaker. And then there are, you know, there's the idea that the your revenue from speaking won't come from whatever check that they are writing you, but from you making an offering where you're able to bring people into your world. And so if you're selling whatever program it is that you offer, you know, and you are then speaking and so now you're pre-qualified people feel like okay i know what she's talking about i like it i want some more of it you know in the example of the kettlebells woman she makes a speech about kettlebells and it's badass and we now want to study kettlebells with her and after her speech she's got what calls what's called back of the room sales where you can buy a kettlebell video and work out or you can go with her to, to a retreat and go and get deeper into the kettlebell game you know that 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 is an additional income stream so that is something really to think about even though it's an active income stream it can become a passive income stream if you now make a recording of whatever it is the talk the workshop whatever and continue to sell it and you can sell it to the people who are there you know i've a lot of times purchased um, video or audio of something where I was there in the room because I want to have it and I want to be able to listen to it, engage with it. And for people who are not there, people can also buy a live stream ticket. You know, if we offered a, a live stream option for the Abundance Pray Love Retreat, we're not because it's it's not in alignment with what we're doing there. Like I said, it could be a separate online retreat, but it's not gonna it's not the kind of thing where we're gonna live stream it because. There's an intimacy and a power that I want us to have in that incubator space together. But you could, in theory, do that if you have a, an event that a lot, that you feel like that's in alignment with and sell tickets to that. And then that's something that you can do as well. All right? Okay. So content advertising. Okay. So this is in alignment with someone's question who – Allison said, how can you make money from a blog? Is that possible? So, Allison, you can definitely make money from a blog, but the primary way, you know, people when people talk about making money from a blog, they talk about um, you, two different things. They talk about ad revenue, right? That comes from primarily most people use Google AdSense. There are also other ad platforms. And there is also 
brand ambassadorship where people come in and they say, okay, great, you've got this kind of reach and we are going to pay you to do either sponsored posts, you know, or pay you to do advertorials where we write content for your site or you write com- content for your site that you are, sp- are paid for or you are now representing Revlon or whatever it is on your blog, on Instagram, on, you know, various social media platforms. So those are some sources of revenue. But here's what I really want you to think of, Allison. If you have a blog that you are wanting to monetize, don't get locked into just thinking that your only source of income is going to be your Google AdWords. Every single source of income that I'm mentioning here should also be in your atmosphere, in your sphere. The primary way that people who are successful bloggers make income is by leveraging their expertise. So, for example, um, the woman who runs the Cupcakes and Cashmere blog, um, I forget her name, but her primary source of income and primary way that she's been able to leverage that is that she has brand partnership. So she put out a line of bags with Coach, and she now has a line of clothing and all kinds of things like that. So she is leveraging her platform and her success as an expert. So that's what I want you to do, Allison, whether you are a food blogger, a relationship blogger, you know, a fashion blogger, a beauty blogger, whatever it is, there's a way to leverage your expertise and have your own products or have relationships with brands or whatever it is, knowing that, again, you are in control, you are the person in power, you're the one who is the guru for your audience and Anyone who you're letting to letting into that world to access your audience, they are they're having to do it through whatever is in alignment with you and your your mission. Okay, there are. I just want to just say a word about some of the platforms that are out there because I had an experience that I've spoken about in other conversations, but I just want to just bring it up again. So. There was a company named Glam Media that for the past 10 years loomed large on the blogging scene, um, and their business model was to partner with blogs, you know, across the board, whether, you know, food blogs, health and wellness blogs, all kinds of blogs, partner with blogs to create content that they then sold advertising on, and they also hooked us up and gave us relationships with brands. So... There were brands ranging from, you know, Target to Dove to various food brands to whoever, you know, different brands that want were interested in the women's market that we had relationships with. I'm saying we, meaning me and other people who had blogs or platforms, but it was all through Glam Media being the middleman. So, you know, I honestly don't know how much Target paid them to advertise on my blog or how much Target paid them in order to hire me to write specific posts for my blog or to make videos or whatever it is because they were the middleman and they paid me a set amount. Now, Glam Media last year went out of business, leaving a lot of people in the lurch. They left owing me, for example, $2,000 or I think actually it was like I don't know, something like $2,500. I don't have the, the figures in front of me right now. But that was on the very, very low end, on the bottom end of what they owed people. They 
screw people to where people they were owing people like twenty thousand dollars and that kind of thing. And the biggest lesson for me, you know, again, you know, this is the beauty of having multiple income streams, not not my primary income stream, that my blog, you know, the, the, the lesson for me was remembering that my blog for me is a place to it serves many different purposes. Um it is a gateway drug, you know, for people to come into the Aviola world. So, you know, people who are finding through Google, they may type in and something comes up and then they're like, oh, okay, you know, and then they get deeper into, you know, finding out more about what it is that I teach and have to offer. My blog is also a standalone place where of content, you know, so whether my videos or audios or whatever it is or articles and, and that kind of thing. And it's also a hub that for people who are seeking a specific expert to speak, to write, to talk about whatever, to make a TV appearance, that they then go to the blog and see, wow, look at all of this content, look at all of these, you know, things that she's done or whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like proof of concept, con- proof of proof of concept or social proof, they call it, right? So, you know, for people who are maybe wanting to build a career in fashion, if you're wanting to work for a major publication or whatever it is, it would behoove you to have a blog where you're doing proof of concept. Um, so there are many different purposes for a blog. Um, if you are someone who is selling goods, having a jewelry line, or like we were talking about with the yoga mats or whatever, if I was Jamie and I was selling yoga mats, you know, I'd have several different posts, not all at the same time, but spaced out, you know, where it's like, okay, top 10 different yoga mats, you know, top reasons why you want to try a, a rectangular, keep using your rectangular yoga mat instead of the new round ones, um, you know, this is the ingredient you don't want in your yoga mats, whatever. She should be doing content that is around the products that she's selling, and that is going to give her... SEO, search engine optimization, meaning that when people are looking for that topic, they're going to come to see her as the expert. Um, and the same is when Dr. Oz or whoever is seeking somebody to talk about that product, he's going to, his producers are going to Google and then Jamie's blog is going to come up and it's like, wow, okay, this woman's got all the information about yoga mats or whatever it is. So for me, the cool thing that the whole glam media fiasco taught me was that, you know, when immediately after they went belly up, a lot of people started approaching me and the other bloggers and saying, um, and, but I don't consider myself to be a blogger, but I blog, so, you know, make of it what you will. But they started to approach, you know, people who had been done in by glam media, so to speak, and saying, hey, we want to advertise, we want to be your new pimp or ad, ad revenue no judgment there no judgment at all we want to be your new source of ad revenue and what i realized was wait why should i sell you give you my ad space you know to make it available to target or whoever when i got my own product that i could put banner ads up and i get a hundred percent of the revenue rather than having to deal with you as the middleman so, you know, that is a blog that is still making money from ad revenue. However, if you go there now, if you go to sacredbombshell.com, the ads, the banner ads you see say Abundance Pray Love, because we need to get those switched out, <laughs> but they're advertising the Abundance Pray Love Retreat. They are advertising advertising Manifest Your Magic Monthly Moon Circles. Soon they will be advertising Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. They are advertising my African Goddess Affirmation Cards and Will Manifesting Cards. They're advertising 
my work. And so I know that those are things that my audience is in alignment with. And if my space is so valuable, then I'm, I'm leveraging it myself. So, Allison, I hope that that's helpful for you. I don't want you to, um, to, like I said, fall into the old model where it's just, okay, I'm going to write and somebody's going to, um, advertise and that'll be my only source of revenue. Okay. All right. So Allison also says, if I create a, a workbook, do I need to copyright it? If so, how do you get that done? Um, that is, we, we'll cover that in the next lesson that I'm going to be having on Thursday at 2 p.m., Thursday at 12 p.m., I'm going to be talking about the tools that you use to build your business. So come on back to that and bring your question. All right. So the next one is, all right, we did content ads, membership site. Okay. So a membership site is, very simply at its most simple where you have a website filled with some kind of information or entertainment, you know, um, where people are paying a monthly subscription fee to access it. So Netflix is a membership site. Um, it can range from where people are paying a very low fee, $2.99, $7.99, you know, whatever it is, to a very high fee. And I think that this should also be a part, a key part of your revenue streams. Put a little star next to it. Um, if you have a website like Jamie's Black Girls Guide to Calm, people should definitely pay for, um, pay, pay to access her site. Now here's how you do that. And this is good for Allison too. And all of the people who are coaches and healers. People will, you know, it's not like you're going to shut down all of your content and your blog and now there's like this paywall when we get there and, you know, we can't access anything. That doesn't work. Even the New York Times tried that and they couldn't make it work. And the reason is that, you know, if I come to your site, blackgirlsguide.com, yeah, it sounds very interesting, but I don't know what's there. Why should I, you know, I'm going to feel like, well, why am I paying for this and I don't even know what's there? And so you've got to entice me into it. And so the way that you would do that, is you would continue to have, you know, all of your great free content that you have now, but you would have content upgrades that either I could pay for, you know, one fee per month and get access to all of that. So great content upgrade would be Black Girls Guide to Calm, you know, digital yoga classes, right? That could live, again, you're leveraging something across different platforms that is now, you know, a way to go deeper and have a membership site within your site. And for Allison, who was asking about making money on a blog, that's a great thing to do as well, depending on what it is you do. Two different examples of how I'm using this in my business is Manifest Your Magic Monthly Moon Circles. That is a membership site, right? That is $50 a month. And on the new moon, we get together for these powerful, transformational moon circles and support group. And that is, you know, for me, it's a powerful digital sister circle. But the business model of it, you know, it's a digital sister circle in what it is to me, but in the basic, you know, brass tax business model, what it is, is it's a membership site because it's a recurring revenue stream. It's a recurring subscription that people are opting into and they are then paying for every month, right? So then another example, 
that's a little bit, that's actually totally different is with the upcoming Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. That is, you know, although that's a, a ongoing incubator that's made up of several different programs, so there's like how to launch like B and, you know, selling selling to success and, you know, the different programs that are a part of that, but people will pay a monthly fee, people who are wanting to start, grow, or save their businesses in order to work with me. Now, you may not be able to afford working with me, you know, for $10,000, but you could certainly afford to be able to work with me in a group program um, that where you have access to lessons to be able to start, grow, or save your business. So that is another example of a membership site. Now, there's another way that you can do it, and this is something that I haven't done yet, but I probably will. With the upcoming and the last recording, I was talking about putting together all of these guidebooks that are going to help, you know, guidebooks and kits to help build certain things. Like, for example, um, Allison was asking questions about a blog, so and so with Jamie, so it could be like blog in a box, right? The ones that we have planned are coach in a box, author in a box, you know, things like that, um, sales funnels on fleek, etc. You could buy buy this written kit and um which is really a guidebook right but i'm calling it a kit because to me it feels like a kit there there are checklists and all of that but that's also somebody could say well that's marketing it's a book well yeah you could yeah it is but in my world (laughs) it is a kit right so if i have I'm making up a number. I don't have it in front of me. I know that there are six of them that are part of the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. But if I have, say, 20 of those, right, with one coming out every month, and I'm now as I'm saying this to you, I'm taking notes because I think this is exactly how I'm going to do it, right? So if, if there are if there's a certain amount that are available up front, and then I knew that I know there's a new booklet every month or a new kit every month, then say I say, all right, if each one costs. 29 to $49 or you could subscribe and and you know make a commitment to subscribe for a year for 9.99 a month or whatever people may feel it's a better deal if they're interested in you know all of them and their new ones every month to subscribe and so again that's a membership site which i think is like i said a very very smart way to serve your tribe and it's something that you may want to incorporate into your business Okay, so I'm looking, let me see, just checking questions. Okay. Yay, Allison, I'm glad that was helpful for you. You too, Sue. Let's see. Okay, so Tiffany's got a long question. Tiffany, let me see if that falls in line with where I was going next. Actually, yeah, it does. Um, So let me answer one more revenue, go to one more revenue stream and then Tiffany, I will come to your question. Okay, so the next revenue stream, next way to have a, a passive passive revenue stream or residual income, same thing, is to multiply yourself. So this is the real estate agent example. If you're a real estate agent and you're just by yourself, that's cool. You may Even if you have like million-dollar clients, you can only make as much money as you are present for, right? So it still comes back to, basically trading your time for money or trading dollars for hours. If you now have 100, you know, or 20 uh, different real estate agents, 
you multiplied yourself. You know, in the franchise model, there's one having one restaurant, or if you franchise and you're McDonald's, now you've got all of those uh, restaurants. So you've multiplied yourself. And there are ways that we could be able to do this, right? There are ways that we can do this with our business model. If you are a trainer of some sort, um, say that you teach people how to speak. You're, you're a person who trains people in getting on stage and having the confidence to speak. And say you now train people in your business model, in your, I'm sorry, in your speaking model, and now you have an army of, you know, 10 different other people who are training people to speak. And they're all going out and they're making revenue and then they're paying you, um, people are paying you to be able to access your teachers and your knowledge and your wisdom, but you don't have to be there now to make that money. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to be there to serve those people. Um, I would just specify if you are going to do anything like this, you want to really have quality control in place. You want to really um, not fall into the mode that I have fallen into in the past where you're hiring people because you like them. I have done that <laughs> uh, more times actually than I, I care to admit and have found on, you know, it's just not the way to go. All right? So you multiplying yourself is actually the best way to be able to leverage yourself, but you want to be sure to have quality control. One of the ways that this occurred to me in our last conversation, you know, that we had a few days ago where I was like, hey, I'm going to do this, is that we were talking about um, this specific thing, multiplying yourself. And I was saying, you know, in theory, um, I could, you know, because I know that for a fact that in 2018, I'm going to be creating a certification program, right, where coaches are going to be able to become certified as spiritpreneur coaches. Now, I could, in theory, have those coaches go out and be able to work with people in the name of this method. I don't know whether I'm going to do that or not, but one of the things that I, I decided in our last call or after our last call that I am going to do, a great way to multiply myself is, like I told you, I've written all of these great guidebooks, you know, how to do, um, you know, author in a box, coach in a box, whatever it is, like these different kits that are all ready to go. Um, and I really, I, some of them are going to be just guidebooks, but I really like having the audio part because, like I said, people learn differently. I know that I listen to podcasts when I'm working out and listen to audiobooks, and I really want to have that be a part of it. And that's why I'm calling it a kit rather than just a book because there are the worksheets and there will be audio. And it just occurred to me that, you know, rather than all of that waiting for me to, you know, be able to time-wise be able to record the audio, I could hire either a voiceover artist or another coach that I feel in alignment with their work. And just like I had the yoga person doing the lessons in that program, just like in Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, I'm going to have guest teachers. I could have guest coaches who I pay and I'm leveraging my information and they will say at the beginning, you know, hi, this is coach, I don't know, I'm going to make this up. This is coach, uh, <laughs> coach Jean, whatever. And I am, and, and welcome to Abiola's Coach in a Box program. I am her support coach for this program and I'm going to be recording her lessons or something. I don't know, something like that. But now I've leveraged because I've multiplied myself 
and those products don't have to wait to get to my audience for me to get around to being able to record, but that can be happening and everything can be moving forward right now, you see? So you want to definitely multiply yourself. You want to definitely put a team into place. I have an amazing team that I'm building currently, and I waited way longer than I should to build a lot of this team. But, you know, everything is right in alignment and everything is where it should be. And it's because I had what I'm sure that a lot of you had, the idea in my head that, you know, it takes longer to teach people than it does to do it yourself. You know, a lot of us who have fear disguised as perfectionism have that block where it feels like you've got to handle everything. You've got to do everything. You get, No one else can do it like, like you. It's best to take care of everything yourself. Yeah. That will hold you back. That's a limiting belief. <laughs> we're not doing, we're not, we're not, uh, riding that train anymore. Okay. You want to get a team into place as soon as you can and help you to multiply your value in the marketplace. Because if you have something that you are passionate about and you believe in it and you feel like it can help people, you sitting on it and waiting until you get around to things being perfect to offer it is you doing a disservice. To us, you know, to us, the people who are going to benefit from your light. So the sooner that Jamie gets her guide to come, you know, on and popping into the world, the sooner we can benefit from it. So, you know, multiplying yourself, multiplying your magic in the world, I think is a really great way to go. Another example, there's a woman that I know whose company is called eFlirt Expert, and she created all of these coaches, well, she didn't create them, but she certified eFlirt expert coaches, and her business has been around for years. It's probably at least um, maybe about five years old or seven years old or something like that, maybe even 10 years old. And she's got eFlirt experts, dating experts who work for her and in her name, and they are out there building their brand and building her brand. Her name is Lori Edwards, and it just so happens that her husband is also a dating coach, and so, you know, and he's got an army of people as well, and so it's a really, really smart business model that I think can work for a lot of different niches. Okay, so now let's go to the next one, which is I was the the income stream is, in quotes, I put freelance because I'm not a, in favor of the word freelance, um, and I, I will get into that in a little bit. But let me now read Tiffany's question. Tiffany from Dallas <laughs> is long-winded like me, Tiffany. Um, let's see. Okay, so Tiffany's question is, how did I get started as a writer, ghostwriting, magazines, websites, etc.? Being a freelance writer scares me a bit. Oh, Tiffany, this is the right question. Okay. Being a freelance writer scares me a bit because I don't know how to get work as a writer. I feel very alive and present when I'm writing. However, I'm not sure how to sell my services as a writer. Please, can you speak on this? I believe my writing can bring me the resources I need to fund my dreams. Thanks for your oh, your time, amazing goddess. You're welcome, Tiffany. Okay, so Tiffany, this question is timely. As one of our goddesses in the Facebook Sister Circle, and again, if you're not a member, join us. Um, we are keeping it intimate and powerful. TinyURL.com slash my sacred success. All right. So, Tiffany, someone in the Sister Circle asked just yesterday, 
her question was one of frustration. And she wrote a really long, um, I guess, impassioned plea for asking for advice because she works freelance and she's having a problem getting paid, getting her money, getting people to actually, you know, fulfill their end of the bargain. And she wanted to know, you know, she was feeling at her wit's end, and this is not to discourage you, Tiffany, hang in there, I'm going to come around with a good answer. But she was feeling like, do I need to really walk away from my dream of writing because this is my passion, but I'm unable to pay my bills because I'm waiting for all these people to pay me. And it's really upsetting, and she didn't know what to do. And she was so upset, and if you're on the line, um, you can maybe put something into the question box and weigh in. She was so upset that actually when I I saw her question first and I was unable to um I was unable to answer it at the time, I knew I wanted to give an audio answer because I felt like it was really detailed what I wanted to tell her. And when I went back, I couldn't find the thread. I think she deleted it, you know, in frustration, like it posted it and then deleted it. The thread wasn't even there. So I still made the audio answer to her question and I posted it. And so I would advise you, Tiffany, definitely uh, join the Facebook Sister Circle so you can hear it because I think it will be uh, of service to you as well. And what I told her is that I totally relate to that. I have been in that place, and I even just the, – the beautiful thing is that, you know, I don't really – even though I don't consider my writing – well, it is. I'm going to take that back. I was going to say, I don't consider my writing for other publications to be a part of, of my revenue, but it is, you know, no matter how, you know, how how much lesser it is by comparison to other streams, it's still a stream. So you got to count it all and be grateful for every penny, I feel. So, but the beautiful thing is it's not an income stream that I depend on at all. And the reason why I say that is because just recently I had the same experience that this woman had that she was talking in the Facebook sister circle where you know major publication that approached me last summer to write something for them um and it was the same thing actually last time that they approached me and they just paid me literally probably about three weeks ago and you know luckily like I said it's not a source of my income it's a great check I have it in my hands it's right here on my desk um haven't even um deposited it yet because it's not a primary part of my income stream. And if I had to depend on, you know, chasing checks, which is basically what freelancing comes down to, then, you know, it wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't be such a, a happy camper at this moment. Well, yeah, I probably would, because I generally do have a happy disposition, but it, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel like I was living in my abundance. So here is the good news, Tiffany. What I told our sister in the Facebook sister circle was that we're going to move away from the term freelancing and move instead into branding yourself as an expert, right? So there's a difference between a freelancer means that you're irreplaceable. I can get you to write it if Tiffany's not available. Maybe Allison's available. Maybe Jamie's there. Whoever's there, somebody will take this article and write it. However, branding yourself as an expert, if you are Tiffany, the kettlebell expert and you are the premier kettlebell woman to talk to then we don't want you know anybody else you know tom jane and susie to come in and write it we need tiffany because she is the person and you are not you know going and knocking down their doors they're coming looking for you because you're the expert 
that's what we want to move into. And then, Tiffany, the juicy thing is that you can absolutely do your writing. If your writing is your calling, then please, you should be writing. But I don't want you to think that you've got to just be dependent on the existing publications in order to pay your bills, all right? Instead, I want you to think of any publications that you write for as distributors who are getting your word out to the masses and giving access to people, for people to be able to find you, for people who feel inspired to go deeper into the Tiffany world, you see? And so that is what I want you to come to what the benefit is. And then where the, the, the check is a great bonus. And it's like, okay, they sent me this check. Yeah, they finally paid me now, you know, whenever it is. And it's like, okay, that's a cute bag or whatever, or some crystals or whatever makes your heart sing, right? So, again, freelance where, you know, you are the person that is, they're, they're hiring to write or make a video or take photos or whatever it is where you're disposable and they could get you or get someone else is where we don't want to be. So whether you are a food writer or, you know, whatever kind of writer you are, there's a way to brand yourself as an expert, we'll definitely be working on that. That's a big part of the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, and I hope that you are a part of it. Um, that's a big, big part of what we're going to be doing because I feel like there's such power in your brand, such power in knowing why should we come to you rather than anyone else. It means when you have a, a strong brand, it means that you're living on purpose. It means that you are not, you know, disposable in terms of competition or you know uh, she says I am coach Tiffany at your service I love it Tiffany yay so it means that why should I you know instead of me asking well why should I go to Tiffany or the other coach over there no I'm going to come to Tiffany because I'm really feeling what she's doing I feel in alignment with her I feel her work and although there may be other people who are teaching it her brand says to me that she is the person that I want and if not, then that's fine. They can You're freeing up the person to go and find someone they're in alignment with. But you want to move away from, again, the idea of, okay, let me get Tiffany to coach me or write this or let me get whoever. So, Tiffany, if you don't already have a blog, I would encourage you to start one because it's a great way to just start getting your writing out there. I would also encourage you to start writing every day, even if it's just 500 words. Start just putting, you know, putting the keys, you know, putting your fingers to the keys, start writing every day. It's, writing is a muscle, and the more that you flex it, the better that you'll get. And also start to think about what kind of book may be in the world for you. What kind of book, what is it that you have to tell us that is your unique story, okay? But if, if you are feeling a calling to write, then Tiffany, we need you to be writing, sis. We need you. We need your writing. We need it. All right? Okay. So winding down, I think I have two more to go. So hang in there. Got it. All right. So brand sponsorship. All right. Let me see. Let me just refresh the questions. Okay. There are a lot of questions. If I don't get to your question in this conversation, please come back on Thursday's call at noon. Um, you're going to get an email about it, and it will also be posted in our Facebook sister circle, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com slash My Sacred Success. 
and we're gearing up for the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. If I don't get to your question in this this uh, iteration, then come on back and we'll make sure we dissect it in the next call. But I will try to get it get to it now. Let me see. Okay. All right. Okay. So next income stream is brand sponsorships. Now we touched on this a little bit when we were talking about blogging, right? And we were talking about being able to leverage your platform. So brand sponsorships are definitely a, an income stream. I've worked with a number of brands in a number of different ways. Everything from I worked with Pepsi. At one point they had a blog called Pepsi We Inspire and it was something that they just tested out. I think this is around like probably this is a long time ago, like probably 2012 or so, 2011. Um, and they were doing these inspirational, trying to do an inspirational blog, an inspirational post. And so I was one of the people that was on that platform. And then I've worked with brands where, for example, someone just, even though I don't, I don't have, I don't feel like I have a huge, a, a huge Instagram following because I haven't made that a focus, although I will this year. So I probably this year will double my following because, you know, whatever you put your attention to grows. So I'm going to start paying attention to it because I enjoy it. So, and also I feel like it's, a, for me, it has been really, really great way for potential clients to access my products and services. So um, I bring that up to say that brands have approached me wanting to have a relationship because of Instagram and ask me to post something. Um, if it's something that's fashionable, they ask you to either wear it or use it. If it's a product that, you know, if it's something that you eat, they want you to eat it um, <laughs> or post a picture of it or whatever it is or a review. These are just different versions of brand sponsorships. It looks like different things based on different brands. Um, and basically, they are paying you to represent their brand on social media or your website. Now, it's really important if you have any of these relationships going to not try to hoodwink your audience into thinking you're into something and you are just advertising it. You need to be transparent, not only because it's the ethical thing to do, but because it's the legal thing to do. The FCC a few years ago um, definitely put the clamps down uh, because people like the Kardashians were using things in pictures and people were like, oh, that's cool. But it was really an ad, ad basically because they were being paid. And so if you are having any of those relationships, you want to, you need to put that it's sponsored or it's advertising or whatever it is. Um, you can actually, I know of people who have created these relationships for themselves because they have tagged certain brands in their posts. And so I think that that's a very valuable thing to do. Even if there's no money exchange, if they take, say, going back to the yoga mat example, if Jamie posts about her favorite yoga mat and she tags the maker of the yoga mat and they love her picture and they take it and they put it on their Facebook and they put it on their Instagram, they are now advertising Jamie's business. And it's a great exchange because chances are the people who are on their page would be potential customers of Jamie and her calm movement, right? So there are different ways to have those brand relationships. And I say definitely don't count them out. I think that there is great value in that. Um, you know, there was a time where, of course, you want to make sure that you're in alignment with whatever the corporation is. 
you don't want to do anything that makes you feel icky or dirty or, you know, anything like that. Um, and actually, let me add to that, if the whole money thing makes you feel icky and dirty, then we just need to just work on that from scratch. And the great thing is we're doing that here. We're going to do it in the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. And I have a money mindset reset program that is also coming up in a couple of months uh, where we're going to specifically be working on money and abundance because we have those issues. So, you know, we want to move to where we feel comfortable with our abundance. We feel comfortable having money conversations. We feel comfortable saying, hey, this is what I have and this is what it's worth and, you know, here's what the price is and, and here's what the energy exchange is. Money, again, energy exchange. Here's what I'm offering. Here's the energy you're giving in response. And yay, how cool, how amazing, all right? Okay, and then, let's see. Oh, okay. So, the final one that I'm going to add here today, our 14th revenue stream that I'm going to share is affiliate marketing. But before that, I want to go back and just note that I meant to, when I talked about audio as an income, as a revenue stream, I didn't mention podcasting. And podcasting, just like blogs, are, you can absolutely have a revenue stream from your podcast. You can have advertising that you sell on your, you can sell ads on your podcast. And you can also have, you know, where people are paying to listen to your podcast. If it's something that is, you know, particularly like, okay, this is a series, people can pay to access your podcast, so that's another way. And you can sell your own products in your podcast. You can be your own advertiser in your podcast, okay? So podcasting is definitely also a revenue stream, okay? So I didn't mention that before. That should have been under audio, uh, which was, I believe, the first or second, but definitely podcasting is also a revenue stream. Okay. So our last one, number 14, and again, definitely come back Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Set your phone alarm now. Um, you definitely want to spend your lunchtime with me on Thursday or breakfast if you're on the West Coast or dinner if you're somewhere else. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Thursday, and we're going to be going through the tools that I use as a spiritpreneur, build your business, okay? Um, let's see. I'm just checking questions again one last time to see if there's anything that I can fit in. And there are a lot. So, yeah, there, there are a lot that I'm going to be skipping here. I'm excited about that. You guys are excited that there are so many questions. Uh, let's see. And, again, apologies if I'm if I'm skipping your if I'm skipping your question I definitely want you to bring it back because I, I want to talk about I want to answer all of your questions but some of them got pushed down as we as we went along all right so the one that's at the top and I'm going to just read it because it's I think relevant for a lot of people okay so Kim says that she's just starting out and starting a new business yay Kim She's nervous and she's an introvert. Introverts of the world, unite separately and in your own home. <laughs> um, and 
she says that her line of business is a relationship coach for women 50 and over. Yay for you, Kim. And she is 55 herself. Yes, mama, you are doing the damn thing. Look at you on the cutting edge making things happen. I am proud of you in advance, Kim. This is awesome. And, Kim, I think that you can rock this. What? You have, you're a relationship coach for women 50 and over at a time where women are living longer, looking more and more amazing, like for longer periods of time. Who was it that I just saw posted a picture? They were 50 and gorgeous. Kim, um, Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey, the model from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's not just a model, model and entrepreneur. She's, she just turned 50 and the picture was like, she looked like she was like 30. Naomi Campbell gets younger every time we turn around so i think that this is amazing and i you can serve a lot of people kim this is the right line of business and i think that you can become very wealthy in this market as well and i understand that you are nervous i'm sending you love everybody let's beam kim love let's beam kim love we're beaming love at you (laughs) and we're glad that you're putting love into the world um and being an introvert is perfectly fine. I am an introvert, and I'm sure that, you know, having spoken to a lot of women in our tribe who are on this line are various versions of introverts, extroverted, introvert, introverted, extrovert, <laughs> etc. So you are in the right line of business. I love that you are serving women who are specifically within your own you know, bracket, women who you can possibly relate to, and there are so many possibilities, so many possibilities. This is Juicy. Join the Facebook group if you haven't already, Kim, so that we can get to know more about what you're doing, com slash my sacred success and Kim you definitely want to come back to Thursday's conversation where I'm going to be breaking down the tools and um, you may find that you are in alignment with the spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood I think you are um, but I don't want to make you more nervous so I'll say maybe (laughs) all right okay so last income stream we'll wrap up this conversation and then I can hop into a lovely bubble bath Affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing means that it's basically you as a brand representative for something, either a product or a service, where you're making a percentage and you are, you're the person, rather than like with a brand sponsorship where they're approaching you, you're the person that's setting it up and you're saying, okay, I'm going to be an affiliate of this program. And you can, or this product, and you can work it together. And so, for example, anytime I mention a book, on my website, it is an affiliate link because Amazon has one of the biggest affiliate marketing programs, if not the biggest. So you can easily sign up for that. Everybody who is listening who has a website can go to affiliates.amazon.com, sign up to be an affiliate, and the more that people buy from your link, the more money you make. So again, it's a great passive income stream because I'm going to post my books on my own site anyway. So in addition to the income that I make from it being my book, I make an additional income from you buying it through my affiliate link. So why not? And it can work for any kind of product, everything from, you know, body lotion or whatever. Like Amazon sells everything. So a really great income stream could be, 
for somebody, let's go back to our example of the yoga mats and Jamie's website. Jamie, every yoga mat or whatever she's selling, all of those things should have Amazon links. And if Jamie can find really high ticket items to put in there, I don't, I don't, I can't think of what they might be, but that appeal to her audience, again, then that's bigger revenue because she's making a percentage off of every sale. So this is something I think that anyone could easily incorporate if they have a website. Um, if you are recommending books or doing book reviews, setting up a website that is like a gift site. I have a two-year-old niece, so if I set up, you know, if I owned a, a blog about, you know, being an aunt to a toddler or, you know, people who are doing mom blogs, mommy blogging, you know, anything that you are putting out there, you can give a review. You can say, okay, here's a list of the top gifts for toddlers, um, you know, or whatever it is. All of those things should be affiliate links and like I said, if you find high-ticket items that, again, should be in alignment with your audience, don't just start throwing up things wildly, <laughs> you know, that have nothing to do with your mission, um, but that are in alignment. Jamie, For Jamie, for example, a high-ticket item could be, for her audience, juicers, right? So I am so into the juicer world, and I have spent many an hour on Amazon looking and comparing the Breville juicers for this one versus that one. If Jamie had a video um, series about juicers, testing out the top five juicers, five different videos, each one linked back to an affiliate link, and she also had a blog series on it, that's something that would, you know, if she tailored it right, it would have rank high in the search engines depending on, you know, if she did her research on keywords, etc., and that could be something that's bringing her residual income. She's sharing those posts on social media. People are sharing those posts with each other because, you know, whenever I'm in the market for a new juicer, everybody's in the game. You know, everybody who's in my life is like, oh, do you see this juicer or that juicer or whatever? Everybody gets into it. So people are sharing now potentially Jamie's posts, and they're clicking on it to go and look and see. And guess what? When they click Jamie's link, even if they don't buy her juicer, they click her link, and then they're like, ah, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And then later that day they say, hey, you know what, I really wanted to buy this new camera. They click and they buy that camera. Jamie still, because of the cookies that are put on the site um, that are in her embedded in her affiliate link, Jamie still will make money because she referred, in quote, Amazon, she referred that client or customer to Amazon. So everyone should do some kind of affiliate marketing. Um, for example, when people have courses – like mine, I have affiliate. I have affiliates, so I tend to do it where I like to be kind of in control of my brand and the people who are representing it. So at this point in time, it is like you know my friends who I know who have sites who have similar audiences. I then give them. I did this with Abundance Pray Love uh, Bali retreat. I said, okay, here's the affiliate link here and set up for them a specific link so when their clients or customers purchased through that link I know that they came through them and it's then a beneficial relationship because they're offering to their audience something that they maybe aren't doing themselves plus they're making a commission every time that it's sold and it's great for me because whether their clients and customers buy or not they're now getting to know me 
and they've clicked. They're looking. They're like, okay, I'm maybe maybe I'm interested in going with her to Bali, or maybe I'm not. But maybe I'm interested in learning more about her. Maybe I'll listen to her podcast or whatever it is. So affiliate relationships are a great way to spread your reach. And, you know, for those of you who are subscribed to a lot of different newsletters, you'll notice that when a new product is coming out or program, you'll suddenly see all kinds of, like, people on your different mailing list that you're a part of start talking about the same product. That's by design. That's because they're all affiliates of that product or program, and they're all promoting it at the same time because that's the promotion and launch schedule. So this is something that will definitely be a part of your business in the future, especially if you are offering courses or whatever it is. But you should also look into, if you have a website, possibly being an affiliate yourself. Um, I don't know what the legalities are of offering affiliate links on Instagram or social media, but you can easily research that and see. But, for example, if you were wearing a particular jacket from a specific store and that store, you can scroll down to the bottom of any site like thegap.com or I don't know, whatever, (laughs) and see if they have an affiliate program and get their affiliate links. And if it's something that you're wearing and you're like, okay, I've got this Banana Republic coat or whatever, and you want to sell it, you know, or you're not selling it, but you're offering it, you're saying, here's what I wear, um, for people who are wanting to have it, they might as well buy it through your affiliate link. If it's legal, check, do your own research. And like I said, the FCC, definitely anything where you are making a profit, you have to specify. You can't just post a picture of you in the jacket and you have been paid to or you're making money from selling the jacket and you haven't told us, okay? All right. Um, let's see. So I see a question here with Tiffany. Okay, so that's a longer question. I see other questions. Kim, Keisha, Angie, Nan. Okay, I'm seeing like other questions. So what I would advise you, like I said, we had a juicy two hours together. Definitely come back. Spend your Thursday lunch hour with me. We'll have tea and crumpets. Like I told y'all, I'm British now. Oh, I have to say it this way. We'll have tea and crumpets. <laughs> um, and so I look forward to seeing you there. And hopefully before then, I will see you in our Facebook sister circle. You can find that link at tinyurl.com slash success. All right, so let's just take a breath and let's set our intentions as we close. All right, so let's just take a deep breath. Right now we are calling on our energy. We're bringing our energy back to ourselves, calling all parts of yourself back to yourself. And we are settling into our power. We are settling into our magic. And we have had a very, very involved conversation tonight. And we are just, let's just lift it up to the sky and be grateful. We are grateful in advance for 
all of the ways that this wisdom is going to impact your life. We are grateful in advance for all of the ways that your abundance is going to impact your life. Creator, we pray that the beautiful women who are on this line, that the clients, the customers, the people who are looking for what they are offering are magnetized to them, are seeking them out, are excited about their offerings in the world, and can't wait to get with them and be empowered and inspired and motivated by what they are creating. And for this, we are so, so very grateful. And so it is. And I am grateful for each and every one of you. We had a full, full house tonight. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you taking this time to invest it in yourself. I believe in you with my whole heart, and I am grateful for you allowing me to shine in my light and do what I was called to do. And so I thank you, I bow to you, and I am humbled by spending this time with you. Namaste, my gorgeous sisters. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.